Andy Bush and Richie Firth here uh, with an electrifying show filled with top-end celebrities for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, th- yes, indeed. A third of the way through, you will hear... Well, to be quite frank, it won't be a third of the way through because I can remember at the beginning of the show, we were mightily excited already. You'll find out immediately. Yes, someone that you might hear every year. You hear them sing about a particular journey that they make. And you might have said to yourself, I wonder... A, why does the journey every Christmas? And we wonder what that journey's like. We'll wonder no more, because you're about to find out. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Back when they used to look like sheet metal workers from Pittsburgh. <laughs> this is Absolute Radio on a Monday night. Hometime with Butch and Ricky. Got another show for you guys tonight. Chris Rear on the phone every day this week as he drives home for Christmas. We'll be speaking to him. Uh, he'll have pulled over from the motorway just after yes. five. Yes, yes. Uh, quite what Christmas is going to be like for all of us, I'm not so sure. Uh, I've dabbled with some outdoor Christmas lights over the weekend. Right, now you hinted at this at the tail end of last week and I was just a little concerned. It's not something I've done before. I must admit I've felt the pressure of the cul-de-sac. Uh, there are other <laughs> there are other houses that have gone with them. We visited you and you do get that thing with cul-de-sacs. So I grew up in one back in the day in Wiltshire. But people do kind of check each other's stuff out a little bit more. Yeah, they it's do. Like a little goldfish bowl, isn't they it? They do, yeah. And uh, my wife particularly looks around and she's like, uh, that'd be great, you know, our, our house is one of the few that hasn't got it. So over the weekend, yeah. we went and got some Christmas lights for the outside of the house. Okay. Particularly a beautiful star. Oh. A star that I'd earmarked was going to sit above the porch. Beautiful, fantastic. And there's religious connotations in the star, I think. Uh, it's from the Bible that the wise men followed the star. Above the stable, yes. They did, quite didn't they? Right, yes. yes, I remember that now. So, uh, this morning, being that it was a nice morning, I thought, right, this is the time to put it up. So, uh, out comes the ladder, star goes up on front of the porch. Then, of course, you've got to take the uh, uh, the actual power lead. So, I put that through sort of like a front bedroom window. And as I'm adjusting that, and the star's already affixed to the wall, yeah. uh, well, it turns out it wasn't. And the star falls off. Off the porch. Oh no! Onto the driveway, dinks a point of the star. Thankfully, still works, but it didn't look great. And it's not a good omen, is it? If the star's falling off the front of the house, that is like a proper hex or a jinx. That's really. That's, that's kind what of I fear. Bad that's luck. what I fear. Yeah. Like I said, religious connotations, Richie, as well. Do you know what I mean? It got worse as well because obviously, because I hadn't been able to put it up myself. Natalie takes the second attempt at putting it up. Yeah. As she's up the ladder putting up the star, then the binman come by to collect the rubbish. Hey, was she doing good <laughs> up that ladder? You should be doing it, mate. She shouts back at the binman. 2018, I can get up a ladder if I want. It was just a disaster. Oh, this is going from bad to worse. I, like you said earlier on, I have this kind of gut feeling you might have ruined Christmas. <laughs> but the question is, just for your household or the whole United Kingdom? It's all going to pan out, we'll see. We'll find out what happens. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with Hometime. Brilliant to have your company on this Monday night. We are looking for... The eighth Dave, Dave eight of our 12 Daves of Christmas. They've been in fine songs so far. Maybe you want to make your neck of the woods famous on the show tonight. If you're up for being our eighth Dave, get in touch now, 8, 12, 15, and we'll call you back. So a disastrous installation of the Firth family Christmas lights this morning. After 20 minutes, uh, the star has fallen off the porch. It hasn't even had the chance to be a light yet.
So it's not even lit up. No, it's no, never no. been lit up. Well, hopefully it will be now because it's getting dark. But I haven't had the chance to see it full, uh, you know, full, full dark and uh, shining its splendour yet. But I've already dinked one of the points of the star. It's concerning me because as we head towards Christmas, it's a time of signs, and you know, the the, the star in the sky is a sign from it the is, Bible yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I do wonder whether you have jinxed Christmas. I hope not, but it is a concern. And we'll put this out to everyone: if you've done something that may have jinxed Christmas, do get in touch with the show. I think I might have chipped in with a bit of jinxing yesterday as well. Decoration-wise? Well, no, we uh, took my, I, our eldest daughter to go and have a look at the... She loves the nativity crib in church. Yeah. So we took her into the church. There was no, They didn't have the crib set up, which I thought was a bit weird, bearing in mind... Leaving yes, it late. It is leaving it late. For one it? more Sunday left. So there was no crib, so she was like, oh, can I light a candle? I was like, go on then. But no, there was normally you put like 20p in or 50p in and light one of those little candles. Yeah. None of the normal candles left. Right. Uh, only the big... You know, like you get a big red candle that kind of glows? Yeah. But they're five quid each. Right. And I only had like one pound pound 20 left on me right so we put 120 in and took a five pound candle and lit that now that essentially is robbing off that is god <laughs> jesus the holy ghost right in there you know literally on their front yard do you know what i mean it's uh you've i mean i don't want to go as far as theft because that's a big scary word it but is isn't it you've certainly underpaid for the big candle haven't I, you i want a fantastic lesson i've taught my daughter <laughs> so maybe i've jinxed christmas if you've jinxed christmas as well get in touch now we've got rem on the way next shopping for however you do Christmas everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile Paul in Huddersfield says his wife is off, to, uh, off today. She's been out shopping and says she has just jinxed Christmas for him by sending the following text. I've chosen to stop worrying about money now. It's Christmas. Sod it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hard luck, luck. The shackles are off. <laughs> uh, and here's an interesting one. Someone's texted to say, I bet Richie will be checking uh, this star now with his smart meter and putting the lights on a timer. Now, isn't this, <laughs> you know, obviously you're a man that likes to keep an eye on how much money is coming in and going out of the house. How are you going to deal with lights being on out the front the whole time. Trust me, when I picked up the decorations, I looked down the side to see if it had that like energy consumption graph <laughs> to tell you how good it was, and it, it didn't. So if that electricity meter starts whirling around too quickly, they're coming off the house permanently. Do you know, I reckon you knocked that star off on purpose? <laughs> Outrageous behaviour. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Who are we adding to the choir today? Who's this? Dave from Wymundham. D- yeah. Dave from where? Wymundham, if you like. Dave from Wymundham. Yes, Wymundham for those who say it properly. That's a good old Norfolk term, but Wymundham. Brilliant. Okay, well, we really are educating people now as we uh, put these locations in the song. That's the great thing about the 12 Daves of Christmas. We're meeting loads of Daves and in different parts of the world as well, so that's good. Is it a nice place, Wymundham? It's lovely, uh, Bush. You love, you, you're really going to have to come and uh, give us a visit at some point. Really? What have you got there? What, what kind of stuff would we see if Richie and I did a day trip? There's a fantastic abbey in uh, Wymundham. There's uh, uh, a regular market in the town. There's the Market Cross. Uh, very Victorian, if you like. All right. Okay. Brilliant. All right, OK. Well, you're, you're festive, Dave? You into Christmas and stuff, Dave? Uh, if I was to tell you I've done the totally opposite to what Richie's done, I have got no outside lights up at all, and all the neighbours around here have got loads of lights up, so... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel the pressure like me then, Dave? I certainly didn't, no. Um, I have um, tried to illuminate a Christmas tree in our porch, and um, my partner told me yesterday that the 
the lights have quite literally um, decided at the 11th hour that they don't want to work. And I spent the entire morning trying to get these lights to work. <laughs> and can I do it? Oh, I'm not going to swear. So I thought you might be. That's why we just jumped in. <laughs> well, Dave, look, you're being festive enough to try and festive enough to try and join in our song, and we're pleased about that. So you will be our eighth, Dave. That's great. Are you ready for this? You in fine voice? Uh, I hope to be, Andy. <laughs> okay, here we go. Go on. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from Wymunda. Dave from Newcastle. Dave from Shrewsbury. Dave from Gold. <laughs> Dave from Dundee. Dave from Droitwood. Dave from Telford. And a Dave from Caerphilly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Still loving Dave from Caerphilly there. <laughs> hey, he really sold Wymunda or whatever, didn't he? I'm going to go down there for the market and the Abbey. Can't wait. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, do you know what I want to talk about at this little point in the show? Uh, I want to talk about what weird stuff your parents do. We've had our mum and dad stay with us this weekend, my mum and dad, and uh, I love them, Jerry and Nige, they're brilliant. But, you know, as you get older and the kids move out of home or whatever, you just like things the way you like them. <laughs> and you get, you get idiosyncratic, you have your own little quirks. And, for example, my mum, and this is honestly true, my mum cuts the toes off her socks so that she can wear flip-flops and have warm feet at the same time. That is incredible! Let that just sink in for a second. Completely pioneered by my mum, Geraldine. Cut the ends of your socks off yep. so that she can still successfully wear flip-flops and have warm feet. OK, a couple of things here, a couple of things. And this is not personal to your mother here, but um, that's unconventional. It's unconventional. But it may look fashionably odd. Yeah. It's actually not a bad idea, is it? Well, I mean, I love... I don't know about you, I love flip-flops. Yeah, I love flip-flops. they flops. are very much a summer thing. Yeah. But in the winter, you don't want to be wearing flip-flops in the winter. People think your head's gone. But if you've got warm feet at the same time because of three-quarter socks that are nearly there and, and you've got a couple of pairs that... Like, you and I suffer from the same problem where we've got quite pointy toes and the ends of our socks go through. Yes, they do, yeah. We've had a couple of them, I have we? had that, yes. Notice that. Cut the ends off. Very clever. You know what I mean? Very clever. So I just maybe this this surely just cannot be my own family oh, no, weird def behaviour. De definitely a parental thing. I remember actually a Christmas related one. I remember always coming down and seeing after the Christmas tree had gone up in our house as a kid, my mum pouring in a bottle of our white's lemonade. <laughs> which, lemonade on the tree. Yeah, in this little, little base pot of the tree. Oh. And she'd always swear that for a for a cut tree, lemonade was the best <laughs> thing to keep Love it going. It. That, that shows you're doing well as a household if you're feeding your own tree on <laughs> premium it's brand. It's a bit decadent, isn't it? It is very decadent. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I've had my folks with us all weekend and like I said earlier on just to let you into a little life hack that my mum has created as she cuts the ends of her toes of her socks off so she can wear flip-flops and keep her feet warm at the same time I, I, I mean it is weird yeah. but there is a private part of me that actually thinks it's quite a genius idea as well I do fancy giving it a go <laughs> uh, Clodagh says I don't understand wouldn't her feet be warmer just wearing socks where do the flip-flops come into it so many questions I guess she's wanting that light footage around the house exactly I think we might have a here I am defending your mum this is not right. Richie's well into this. Yeah. Listen, if you, your family do weird stuff, we want to hear. 8, 12, 15, we've got Fleetwood Mac next. Hometime with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with a huge range of gifts for everyone.
one to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. So we are very proud to have enlisted the help of a A-grade celebrity, Richie Oh, Garrigan. definitely. No dispute. Top, top celebs, particularly during this Christmas period. And uh, we've secured him with the final remaining bit of our show budget for 2018. It is with great honour to welcome to the show, Driving Home for Christmas with Chris Rea. Oh, how are the lads? How's it going, Gandhi? There he is, Chris Rea. Hey, Chris. Oh, it's Chris Rea here. I'm, I'm, I'm driving home for Christmas. I've got a little place in the northeast. I don't mind telling you, this is a road to hell. Oh. There we go. How's your journey been going, Chris? Great to have oh. you on. Hi, Kenny, lad. I just stopped off at Newport Pagnell service station just outside Luton. I've bought a pasty, some travel sweets, a coffee, 40 Lambert and bottle of gold. And, and I've stopped, fellas, because quite honestly, I've been desperate for a number two. <laughs> I was way down near Car Shelton. <laughs> Anyway, consequently, I've availed myself of the lavatorial facilities and it's all worked out very well. Good. Great news. The station has passed my Chris Rea flush test of two flushes and that's all gone. No, no, that, 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 that's gone. That's taken care of. No, it, it has to pass that test or I won't be back. OK. Clean as a whistle, Carney lad. I'm feeling a lot lighter now, thanks very much. So you're oh. back on the road now. Oh, why? No, 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 no. No, I've hopped back in the car, and that's why I'm speaking to you now. Oh, OK, Brilliant. OK. Nice cool. one, Chris. The, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm driving home at Christmas, as you know, yep. and anyone out there who sees us, please give us a wave. You'll recognise the car. It's the sort of vehicle you'd expect a rock and roll fella of my means to drive, you know? It's a great canny Vauxhall Mariva. Oh. <laughs> great car, okay. Chris. Yes. What lovely runner she is, but she's, she's packed full of presents for the kids and the wife in the back seat. It's rammed. And unfortunately, a lightsaber I bought for me grandson has protruded from the back through the gap in driving seat and I've been prodded right in my anus all the way. Oh, no. Oh, it's dear. It's agony. It's agony. <laughs> no. I wanted to get the wife some naughty underwear from Soho because up in the northeast you can't find anything too saucy. Uh, right. So, you know, last year I got her a vest which I cut down around the neck to show off her boobs and that and some nice big old pants to keep her bottom warm in the northeast in the winter. <laughs> it's a thought that cold candy lad. It does get cold Actually, up there, doesn't it? It does, no, get, it cold. does get cold. It does get cold. <laughs> Actually, I've been sharing this part of the journey with Jimmy Nail. Aye, he's in the services now having a gypsy's kiss and oh, away, Jimmy! There he is, he's just coming out now in his crocodile shoes. Oh, right. oh. oh no, he splashed them, unlucky son. Oh, no, Jimmy. <laughs> Actually, I had to take a detour road Watford on the way up there because uh, I needed a number two earlier and all. <laughs> right. I ended up in Starburger off the ring road. And, no, no, the flush was excellent there. I, 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 you know, I had that, 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 that disappeared, no problem. No, no, no problem with that flush. No, I'm happy to say that. Good news, Chris. Listen, I'd better get a move on, canny lad. I want to pick up some haddock from Yarmouth on the way up. And if I end up top the toe in tailbacks like I do every year, that's going to be sticking in the car and getting right into the fabric of me posh CNA suit and that. So, I'll make a move now, fellas. Uh, if, if me wife is listening, I'll be home soon, so start defrosting them lamb shanks, love. Because here is one fella who's busy driving over Christmas. See you tomorrow, Connie lad! Chris Rea! Thanks, Chris. Oh, lads. Chris Rea, ladies and gentlemen. Home for Christmas. Chris Rear on Absolute Radio, and what an honour to speak to him on the phone then, Richie. Yeah, they never sound like what you think, do they? That's, what, that's the thing, when you, when you meet Sweet. your idols, yeah. so strange. 
Uh, we'll be chatting to Chris tomorrow as he works his way back up north to Middlesbrough. I, for one, am looking forward to that. I cannot wait. Meanwhile, we're asking you this. What weird stuff do your parents do? It's just the same. Uh, Jade says, my dad never removes the plastic wrap from anything new he buys. Case in point, I bought him a new computer in 2013. The screen, keyboard and mouse all still have their plastic wrapping on. Uh, th- wow. Th- th- that, that, would, that would make me so on edge, even if it was past half an hour of the gift being given. It's winding me up even thinking about it. <laughs> Get that cellophane off, mate. Uh, anonymous. Uh, my mum has millions of interesting habits, but she drinks gin and martini mixed and carries a lemon and bread knife in her bag at all times. Oh, my word. <laughs> Do you know what? My, my dad had a similar situation with this, where he always carries a fishing penknife with him because he loves his angling and everything. Mm. And he did a day trip. We came up to London because obviously we live in London now. He did a day trip to the National Recal- Records Archive. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and he got his knife confiscated off him. <laughs> he had to come back and ask for his knife back. It's like the worst <laughs> thing ever. Uh, if your parents do anything weird, you can shop them by texting 81215. And we've got a great track from Blur next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts whoever you're shopping for. However, you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Meanwhile, if you're self-employed and you've never had the uh, the delight of a staff Christmas party because you work on your Todd, we want to invite you to our no office office party. And we get this so many times from people who have to sit there and listen to other people talk about their staff Christmas do, and you don't get one because you work on your own. Uh, we have been lucky enough uh, that the lovely people at Fuller's are lending us one of their pubs, the Trinity Bell. Uh, Wednesday this week, this lunchtime, lunchtime this week is going to be happening. Uh, they're putting on a gorgeous spread of Christmas food and stuff as well. We're going to be there, and hopefully you can be there as well. It's going to be quite some shindig. Francesca, uh, Francesca... I need another, another coffee. coffee. Uh, Francesca White, an actress, is going to be there. Scott Kimberland, a taxi driver, he's going to be there. Yes. Letitia De Silva. De Silva. Full-time mum and care worker, she's going to be there. Paul McGeoch. Paul, I may have pronounced your name wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Another taxi driver going to be there. And Matt Fincham. He's on the phone now. He's going to be there. Hi, Matt. Hi. You Okay. I'm good, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Can't wait to go to the Trinity Bell on Wednesday, yeah. Good man. And you, what what job do you do? What's your line of work? Uh, I'm a freelance PR consultant. Freelance PR consultant, so you just work on your own? Is it just you and your computer in, in a coffee shop somewhere? It's me and my computer at home with uh, Absolute Radio on all day. Yes, good man. Now, uh, you've been listening to Home Time, which is, which is great. How would you... Uh, uh, do you think there's any PR issues particularly with, uh, with this show? How would you publicise us if you were given the gig for me and Andy? Well, um, uh, Richie, uh, you've, um, uh, you've got a fantastic brand. You know, you guys have been building, uh, building a show the past few weeks. Uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't lay a finger on you, honestly. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, it's very He can come. He can come. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing what Matt will say for a free Christmas dinner. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> we cannot wait to meet you on Wednesday, and there's still a chance to come. We're still taking suggestions and applications. So if you go to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win, we might see you on Wednesday. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. In other news, I mentioned earlier on that my mum and dad have been staying for the weekend. Uh, they left this morning, God bless them. But before they left, my mum made me a packed lunch for the train. That's amazing. Isn't that I'm 42, she's made me a packed lunch That's for the train. It's probably the first packed lunch in like over 25 years. Yeah, I know. I can't even remember the last time I had one. I think the last time I had a packed lunch, I had it in a Transformers <laughs> plastic case. Did you ask for it? No. Was it? Oh, that's amazing. Just out of the blue, I've made you a sandwich and uh, some crisps and, and a drink. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Open them up. Because, you know, other thing, I haven't had a packed lunch for such a long time. I ate them on the way in still at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Didn't wait till lunchtime. I was food. so excited. <laughs> uh, she made me, this is the packed lunch, cheese and onion sandwich. Disgusting. My favourite sandwich of all time. Sorry, but disgusting. Cheese and chopped onion. Oh, it's so good. Why don't, what don't you like about that? The onion, primarily. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's, it takes me back to the... You know there's, like, the original sandwiches. Is the onion, like... Has it been cooked in any way, shape or form? Or is it just, like, diced onion? Raw, diced onion. Ooh. Top draw, especially when combined with cheese. Ribena for the drink. Absolutely love Ribena. Always love Ribena. And then Quavers for crisps. A proper curveball kids packet of crisps. So it does... I mean, for me, that is fantasy-packed lunch. And I thought... It's a Monday. We've got to play fancy pack lunch. So you can have crisp, drink, sunny combination. The holy trinity. If it was a head-to-head, yours is pretty easy to beat, I'd have to say. Really? Marmite sandwiches. Oh, no. Hula hoops. Uh, and drink-wise, Capri Sun. Capri. It's old school, I'll give you that. It's just the, the Marmite, just to clarify, you would have bread and butter mm-hmm. with just Marmite on it. Correct, yeah. Nothing, no other filling. Not Marmite and cheese or something like that. No. no? Correct. Is that lacklustre? Feels no, that to me. It's got a little bit more zing than uh, quavers and uh, cheese and onion. I just want to confirm because we are actually doing fantasy pat lunch here, Richard. If you want to juice yours up a little bit. No, no, no. Mine's staying as it is. Any particular flavour on the hula hoops? Uh, no, original. Oh, <laughs> it's like something out of that novel, 1984. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Talking about the packed lunch that my mum made for me this morning. She's staying with us for the weekend. Cheese and onion sandwich, Ribena and Quavers. Fantasy packed lunch. And Richie's got a problem with that. Uh, I, I have. I, I have, have a problem with your packed lunch, <laughs> fantasy packed lunch. <laughs> I think mine is better. My Marmite sandwich uh, with me hula hoops and me Capri Sun. Deary me. Can I just rebut your suggestion that I'm nothing but a traditionalist because I won't move away from uh, the original flavoured hula hoops? Marmite sandwiches, lacklustre at best. Then you're going to stay on the original hula hoops. At least go for someone with a bit of flavour to it. At the weekend, I saw a variant of a flavour of an established uh, snack, the Kit Kat. Right. So you know you can get uh, two fingers... Yeah. Um, this particular pack... Thank you for the hand motion there. <laughs> it was meant. Yeah. Um, lemon drizzle Kit Kat. Oh, that's wrong. No, 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 seriously. Don't I... muck about, don't cross streams. Is that what they said in Ghostbusters? I looked at it and I thought, oh, is this going to work? Because I like a lemon drizzle cake. I like a Kit Kat. But we'll like the two together. <laughs> I have to tell you, very, very nice. Look, lemon drizzle's been doing fine on its own over there. Kit Kat's been doing brilliant. They don't need to kind of work together. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Trust me. Uh, Max in Kensal Green says, unbeatable packed lunch. The sandwich is chicken, goujon, cheese, lettuce, mayonnaise. It'll change your life. Try the crisps, mo- monster munch. There's no substitute. And the drink, apple tango, and then a lion bar. He's gone one further with a chocolate biscuit. Uh, Max and Kensal Green, this is the McDonald's legal team. You've basically just ripped off a chicken legend there. Just a cold chicken legend. Cold chicken legend, that's all that is. Uh, Alex, what do you reckon? Uh, Fantasy pack lunch from you, my friend. Uh, It's got to be jam sandwich, white bread, uh, Royster's T-bone steak, and a can of apple cider. (laughs) (laughs) Jam (laughs) sandwich... What are you, 13 years old? 
No, but what's wrong with a jam sandwich? It's classic. It's no. Not, it's not as bad as Richie's. Come on. No, oh. I've got Richie, I've got a problem with this sandwich big time. <laughs> It's like psychopath sandwich, but your your one. I don't think I trust a grown up who is eating jam sandwiches like Paddington uh, the Bear. It takes you back. It takes you back. It does take you back. But were you having apple tizer in your packed lunch at school? I don't think you were, Alex. No, but it was apple juice, wasn't it? So <laughs> it was up. There you go. At least he's consistent. <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Blossoms have clearly got whiff of Richie's fantasy pack lunch. <laughs> I can't stand it on Absolute Radio. <laughs> right old battle going on. Asking people what their fantasy pack lunch is. You can have any drink, any sandwich, any crisps. Uh, Davey G says banana sandwich in brackets brown bread, a bag of Seabrook's cheese and onion, and a bottle of Rattler. Oh my goodness. Well, it's Rattler. Uh, right, Rattler, if it's what I'm thinking. Rattler. I'd call it Cornish Rattler. Um, Rattler. They do it down in, uh, in Cornwall, Cornwall, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> it is a. Very, very, very high-octane cider. Oh, wow. Uh, that I've drunk once in Penzance, and it nearly took my head off. <laughs> it turned into a pirate. <laughs> is it like, I call it training cider, you know the cider that you have in those No, no, bottles? no, this is not training. Not training cider. You would cider. not want to train yourself on this. Is it scrumpy? Because scrumpy is like, you can see into the future. It's, <laughs> it's not far off. Right, there It's got you a go. picture of a snake on the bottle as well. So, mate, I'd drink it again. I'll, I'll make that clear, but wow, high octane. It sounds like something you get out of a cactus in the <laughs> in the Midwest to have some kind of religious good, experience. It's good. All right. Uh, Max in Kensal Green. I went uh, a little bit hard on him earlier about the... Um, he'd come up with that chicken goujon with some lettuce some and uh, mayo, and I said, you've basically just done a chicken legend. Yeah. As he says here, so to be clear, the only criticism of my sandwich is that it was too legendary. It's a good point. It's a good comeback. It's, it's a good really comeback. good point. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Yeah. Whew. It's a cautionary tale for today's toilet. Listen carefully. Uh, a man has been hospitalised with a severe fungal infection in oh. his lungs. Uh, this is believed to have been caused by sniffing his socks at the end of each day. What on? Well, I didn't even know where to start with this. <laughs> so, uh, this gentleman uh, from Zhangzhou in China right. would smell his socks after finishing work daily. He'd return home from work... <coughs> Oh, you're, you're right, got some new throat a bit there. <laughs> he would return home from work and change into more comfortable clothes. I think that's fairly acceptable and routine. Run of the mill. Yeah, we all do that. But would reportedly sniff his socks that he'd been wearing all day as he changed. As a result, he has... He's caught an infection from a fungus that had been developing in his footwear oh. from his sweaty feet. That is so... This is so grim on so many different levels. This then has spread to his lungs when he breathed in the spores. And the man has been admitted to hospital where he's suffering from a severe lung infection uh, and it's uh, been confirmed it's caused by his frequent sniffing <laughs> of his own socks. What on earth is he doing? For me, in many ways, he does remind me of the uh, coach of the national German football team. He likes a bit of a sniff, doesn't he, that fella? A cautionary tale, in many ways. Like I said, <laughs> that is the extent of the story. There is nothing else to it other than warning that this behaviour is unacceptable and unadvised. We will leave you with that thought. That's it. Another show in the bag. Uh, it's now a week to go until Christmas. 
I know, that's quite scary, isn't I'm it? I'm officially putting my hand up and saying I'm really not in the situation I should be in. Well, uh, just earlier on, as you'll have heard in the show, your star has come smashing down. <laughs> that's yeah. not a good sign, is it, Richie? It's not really, no, 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 bad times. Onwards and upwards from here, Mr Bill Bailey, end the show on some keys for us. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.